You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, founder of EXP Realty and host of the Expansion podcast. And today I'm excited to talk to Stephanie Stone. Uh, she's a two-time icon agent out of uh, San Antonio, Texas. Um, uh, welcome, Stephanie. Hi, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Now you've uh, you kind of hit the ground running. I, I'm uh, you know uh, been fairly uh, fairly short time in the industry, but uh, you know uh, icon, multiple time icon, uh, running a large team. You're growing uh, your your EXP. Uh, um, Revster organization, you're kind of hitting on on a number of different uh, cylinders. Um, you know, how's that? Uh, how have things been? Where, where, how'd you get into real estate? I guess first. Oh, yeah, great question. Um, and I get asked this by uh, newer agents all the time for you know me to tell them why I picked real estate. Um, and I don't know if it's necessarily the most inspirational story, but I got into real estate or decided to get my license. I was about to turn forty. And I said, you know what? You've always wanted to just have a real estate license. Don't know if we'll do anything with it, but let's just see if we can get that license knocked out before your 40th birthday. It was like a personal dare bucket list item. Um, I had a full-time job that I enjoyed. And shortly after getting my license, I had an opportunity to help a friend sell her house and buy basically her dream home. And I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Let me see if I can do that again. So I honestly had no intention of going full-time real estate. Um, being a top producer, never saw that for myself. Um, so real estate um, just sort of almost happened to me. And I just kind of took that challenge and ran with it when I when I started to realize, hey, I might be kind of good at this. Awesome. And, and you... Uh... Uh, you you looked at the the industry in general, and um, where did you hang your license? Uh, so EXP is my first brokerage, my only brokerage. Um, I interviewed eleven brokerages when I got my license, um, and you know I told myself if EXP gives me half of the things that they say that they're giving me, then I know that I made the right choice. And I always said, you know, hey, if it doesn't work out, I'll jump somewhere else. Because again, I didn't have this lofty goal of being a top producing real estate agent and going full time. So I felt that having uh, coming in with no pressure on myself allowed me to just relax into it and trust my gut a little bit when it came with where to hang my license. Now, you were in um, film, TV, event production. Was that was that what you were doing? Was that your full time gig? when you got into real estate? Yeah. So the last job that I had before uh, going full-time real estate, the job that I had when I had my license, um, I, I always say it, it sounds like a made-up job, but I worked for a company that produced bar trivia nights all across the U.S. and Canada. Um, we were doing 1,200 events each and every week, um, and I ran operations. So client managers, staffing managers. So working on that you know, processes and procedure side of an entertainment business. So that's what I was doing right before I got into real estate. And I've been okay. doing that. So, the, so were those, those boxes you would sit there and answer questions on, or was yeah, this like it was live host? Yeah. Live hosted. Um, I started off, you know, hosting trivia uh, as a little side gig and, you know, kind of like, kind of like real estate took that side gig and turned it into a career. But yeah, folks would come into a bar, bar would hire us to come in. We'd run a trivia night 
each and every week. Um, our company had a TV show on sci-fi for a little while. So, you know, a, a big, robust and up and coming company. And so being able to be part of that growth, um, I think really prepared me for real estate. Okay. Well, which is an interesting sort of kind of aside there. How did, uh, how did that help you transition into real estate? Yeah. So being in the operation side, um, had to be terribly organized, had to be agile, um, had to take curveballs that came our way. When I, I stepped into this role, number one, the role didn't exist until I, until they created it and hired somebody for it. We went in my six years from 600 events to 1,200, expanded into Canada. So it was always something new, always something different. It really felt like a startup, but a startup that had been there for 12 years. So taking challenges as they came, taking opportunities as they came, um, taking situations where we can go, let's try it. And if it doesn't work, cool, we scrap it and we do something else, I think is what a good agent needs to face the challenges of a different client every day, a, a different house every day, a different situation every day, and not get overwhelmed and see those changes as something to get excited about. Okay, uh, awesome. And then, um, you, obviously, you've been successful, grown, grown a, a fairly large team. I think you've got twenty-one members in production, Correct. Um, which is uh, which is phenomenal. Um, what uh, what what do you attribute to that success of growing a team? Is that that agility piece again, or is it, or is it something else that you can sort of more attribute it to? Yeah, I think growing the team and the value that we bring to the agents who come to the stone team. Uh, number one is being willing to think outside the box. You know, I talked a little bit also about trying something failing and being okay with it and learning from that, those failures and being that team lead that allows my agents to come in and try stuff and fail and not feel like they're going to disappoint me or disappoint themselves. Um, we're all about rewarding the attempt and the effort. Um, so we don't just celebrate contracts. We celebrate, hey, you got over your fear of making calls. Awesome. You got over uh, doing that first open house. Great. We're one step closer. So I think creating that warmth, um, creating that family environment where it's not just about the numbers or the dollar amount, um, that it's about my relationship with my agents and ultimately my agent's relationship with their clients. So I think that that's maybe a little something that sets us apart or that people recognize within our team. And um, our, our team growth has been huge over the last 18 months because we're starting to get that reputation of uh, having that environment for our agents. Now, um, when you think about... Uh your background and, and then, and how that translates into lead gen, how is your lead generation? What is your, how, what is your strategy around uh, generating, you know, leads to your team? Um, is it a traditional kind of structure? Is it just throw a bunch of money at Google or do you have something more, um, more around your, your team and, and what you've been doing sort of from that perspective? Yeah. Personally, I built my business off of social media. Um, I built my business, not just, you know, paying for Facebook ads, um, although I've done a little bit of that, but I don't pay for leads. I don't pay Google. I don't pay Facebook. Um, it's that organic getting to know folks, that organic allowing them to get to know you. Um, and that has built so much success. And that's where my deals came from. Probably 95% of the people that I have worked with in real estate did not know me until 
we met on social media and we met at that first house or I met, met them at their house to talk about listing it. So my business is strangers. Um, but when we work with our agents, we, we recognize there's 30 different ways to build a business. So I want their input too of where do you feel your strength is? Um, I'm never going to push someone to focus on social media if they're social media adverse. So and we kind of do a hybrid. Um, I'm also that team lead that recognizes at some point my agents are going to want to leave the nest and I want them to leave with something that they can take and duplicate what I do. So we're very big on allowing them to expand, whether it's expired, whether it's tapping into their sphere that, you know, so something that I don't have the luxury of having, um, FISBOs, open houses, whatever they want to do, and providing these multiple pathways for our agents to grow and develop and come into their own. Okay, awesome. So, um, Big on so social media. Um, what are is it? Um, I noticed you've got some Instagram handles. Is it is it inst what what social media platforms generate you the most business? Facebook uh, leaps and bounds. Uh, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Um, and where I find the most success within Facebook are Facebook groups. Um, I joke that in San Antonio, I am the official realtor of French Bulldog owners because I'm active in my French Bulldog San Antonio owners group. You know, there's some other social groups that I'm a member of that when somebody goes, hey, I know this is off topic, but does anybody know an agent? I just get tagged left, right and center. So social media has been that bridge to build a sphere of influence in a roundabout way. You know, these aren't friends, family, former coworkers. These are folks who now feel like they know me because I'm part of a digital social circle. So Facebook groups um, has been a huge part of building that trust and rapport and getting people to come to me for their real estate needs. Okay, awesome. And now, and how are you um, helping agents then? Are you helping them also uh, leverage their social? Are they, uh, are they uh, uh, um, wiener doodle? Sort of, uh, <laughs> yes, a pick your dog breed and let's let's find that group. Um, you know, when when I talk with agents and especially the ones who start up with going, well, I just moved here, I don't know anybody, or I don't have a, a huge family, or um, they think of this very narrow view of what a narrow view of what a sphere of influence can mean. So when I talk about, okay, well, you know, who is your tribe? What do you do when you're not a real estate agent? And we take that real estate agent cap off. You know, who who are you? What do you enjoy? What fills your cup? Um, so getting them to just think outside of the box when it comes to social media. Also reminding them that people want to work with you because it's you, not just because you post a real estate content. So to be yourself on social media, allow them to get to know you as a person, to know your values, to know your sense of humor, to know... Um, you know, a little bit about your personality and those sorts of people will come to you. You know, we're very lucky here in San Antonio to have such a robust market. We have 600 properties closing each and every week. So that tells me 1200 paychecks. Why can't it be them? And they're going to find that one in 1200 that's going to want to flock to that specific agent because it's, oh, hey, they love hiking just like I do. Or they went to that restaurant. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite restaurant too. You're going to find those connections, even if it starts off digitally when you can be your true and organic self. Well, awesome. Well, I know that um, um, 
you're in San Antonio. Uh, we're going to broadcast this on, on June 27th, I believe, is when this podcast is going, going to go out. But I know we've got uh, a big event that's coming up in San Antonio, I think the 10th mm-hmm. through the 12th. Have you, uh, you, I'm guessing you know what that is, and uh, yes. are you going to be there? Yes, I, I uh, uh, got peer pressured actually yesterday to to go ahead and sign up for, uh, for the conference. So um, got so- my ticket, um, was able to take over somebody else's ticket who can't make it. So yes, I, I will be at. Okay. Uh, at well, that's uh build, build uh, 2023. I believe it's uh mm-hmm. build 2023 or build 23.com. I'm build, not sure. I but anyway. build 23.com, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, so I, I know I've uh, uh, Brent uh, Gove uh, committed mm-hmm. me to being there. I, I, I actually said, well, I'm going to work on it. And now he's actually already scheduling meetings. There, so. <laughs> so he's a very, he got a very assumptive close. So I guess I'm, guess I'm going. So we'll, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see, uh, see you there for sure. Absolutely. And um, so uh, what now um, you, you generate all these social media leads. Um, where do you drive those leads to? Where do you, where do you manage those leads? Um, I'm a huge fan of KV core. Uh, from from day one, and especially coming from an operations um, and putting together the pieces of the puzzle, um, I'm I'm fairly tech savvy. Um, I was like, oh, let me dig into this amazing tool that that I have at my disposal and see where I can push those limits. So, um, using KV Core, using the automated follow up that KV Core lets us do, I think is the other thing that allowed me to scale so quickly. You know, as a brand new agent, my first year I closed 19 sides. I don't know if I could have done that and working full time for the for the first six months of my first year in real estate without having a system in the background that um, allowed me to balance my time, um, allowed me to make sure that I was staying top of mind without having to work 60, 70, 80 hours a week and burn the candle at both ends. So um, I all of my leads feed into KV Core. Um, it's one of the things that I tell my agents, even if it's your sphere of influence, your, you know, your cousin's best friend, get them in there because then they can be part of a larger system that allows you to go from a hundred contacts to a thousand to 10,000 to as big as you want to take it. Um, and you're never going to feel that strain of what that scaling looks like. And you can just take advantage of that benefit. Awesome. Awesome. You know, KV Core is pretty, pretty amazing. Um, so um, last question. Um for, for today, what, what advice would you give to another agent who, who wants to be successful in their career? I think the best advice that I can give to anybody who wants to find success is don't be afraid to take a risk. Don't be afraid to take that step outside of your comfort zone and try something new. Um, the first time we do anything, it's terrifying. It's terrifying for everybody. Um, feeling scared means that it means something to you. So take that fear and use it as that that power to push you forward to um, to show you that it is important and that if you can just get over that little temporary fear, that uh, permanent joy and pride in yourself is is going to be there for days, years to come. Awesome, awesome. Well, Stephanie. This has been great. Um, and you can find Stephanie on Instagram at Alamo City Real Estate. So are you a big fan of the Alamo? Um, I'm a big fan of San Antonio. I grew up here. I have so much pride and love for my city. Um, and and 
if anybody comes visit San Antonio, if you're here for build and you want restaurant recommendations, um, I'm like a little mini chamber of converse. Hit, uh, hit me up and I will uh, make sure that I uh, do my city proud and, and show off San Antonio to anybody who comes to visit. Awesome. And uh, also enterprising agent uh, at the uh, is also a Instagram handle. So um, I'm sure there is obviously uh, uh, some other ways to get in touch with you, but um, thanks everyone for listening in. Uh, hopefully uh, you found uh, some great ways to, to get inspired. Uh, obviously, uh, Stephanie, uh, congratulations on your, uh, your success. Uh, um, you know, I, five, uh, five, six years, I think it looks like, uh, you know, in the business. And uh, again, this has been, uh, this been great. Thanks again. Thank you, Glenn, so much. Absolute honor. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.